Hello everybody and welcome back to Inside Voice with Martha's Mind. I wanted to emphasize that Martha's Mind. I've had a blog talking about mental health and I think for me the reason that it stemmed of I needed a place to speak it's because I was lonely. I had this sheer voluminous sense of internal loneliness that to be honest I've always felt really lonely. I feel like I'm one of these people who gravitates towards isolation and solitude a lot. And I think there is a difference between that, whether you choose it and whether you just find yourself in it, maybe more often. And I've really struggled with loneliness a lot. Admitting that you're lonely, I think, is actually sometimes a little bit harder than we admit because I don't think loneliness is a mental health problem. It can be the catalyst for then you feeling anxious and depressed. But talking about loneliness doesn't often feel as severe as talking about a mental health illness, despite the fact that we know Loneliness can contribute to physical and mental issues, but it still isn't classified as a mental health problem. Maybe like a symptom, I don't know. I started the blog because I needed that idea that I wasn't alone, because I was connecting with words and I was filling up my time with being connected to something so you can't be alone if you're connected and I've often found myself in lonely spaces even when I am with people I think we've all felt that feeling when we're in a room of people or even just like with our mates and we feel lonely I think that internal loneliness that we often feel actually just doesn't really go away not quickly not when you've had like a night out with your mates sometimes you just feel that whole heap of disconnection you think even though I was with people I couldn't be with anyone I think sometimes my loneliness does stem from the fact that I was really angry a lot of the time because I was jealous of other people's smile I was jealous of other people's laugh And I think that's where like a lot of the loneliness for me started. I felt I was abused by the world because it didn't allow me to fit in. So I had to suffer by myself. And therefore anything that I saw that was joy, happiness, that I felt like I couldn't have, I resented it. And of course, when you're so angry, You just can't help but put yourself in this corner. And of course, nobody wants to come and visit the person in the corner who's angry and upset and doesn't want to engage in smiling. I remember really having this constant dialogue internally thinking, why are they so happy? Why are they smiling? And they must be faking it. It felt like it was my duty to make others feel that same sense of sadness that I was, feel that same sense of loneliness that I had, 
jealousy was awful but it was the loneliness that I felt that I was never going to feel like other people I mean I appreciate this was my illness speaking this was my head that wasn't very happy just telling me that I was alone and I am alone because your head wants to turn against yourself because it's easy to internalize all those problems within force it onto the external world as a that classic projection because we don't have to see it we don't have to feel it and it means that it's out of our control so we can just be angry at it it's like the lazy way of really owning up to your feelings because you can't control other people but lonely feels like you're trapped and the escape button is in the next room and you actually don't have the key to unlock the door and I think as well like you get those moments of like temporary non-loan because someone who's always like kind of battled through life by myself always being that solo person I get used to being alone but I don't like being lonely and I think people kind of expect me to be lonely because I choose to be alone and I don't I don't like sometimes that that's the category that I fall in and I probably don't help myself by kind of leaning into it and kind of giving in thinking yeah but I'm difficult and I choose to be awkward about things because it makes me feel my only sense of control but if I don't let go then I won't be able to invite anybody in but it's really hard for me to do that it's really hard for me to like let go of barriers and because the barriers I have is what's keeping me lonely. So I know as soon as I break them down, let people in, well then there's just kind of like a floodgate that could open at any time. And that means people can come in when they like. And I then don't have control over it. So then I guess the anxiety now riddles me because I am now choosing not to be alone but now I am faced with people getting very close in inside and not really sure how to handle that at all. I mean, sometimes loneliness can be lovely. Sometimes I enjoyed the solitude. Sometimes I enjoy to say no. It gives me peace, helps me reconnect with my brain and decide what it is that is on my mind and I really like that and especially as the introvert I need to recharge by myself and I'm very aware of that so I know that there is this big difference of when I need to be alone and when I am alone but I need to be with people and I can't seem to access that when you are alone how do you show people how do you tell people that you're lonely when you're with them because you're not lonely when you're with them because you're with them so it's almost weird because I I don't want to say like people think you're lying but then they don't see really what you're like when you're alone it's like one thing that only we see ourselves it's really hard to like show people that I did once though and actually via my blog which really helped me I was at university and I was really struggling to make friends, really struggling in fact, 
and I felt really lonely. I remember feeling like everybody around me just completely got it. They got the assignment, make friends in your first week and then become the best of friends journey at university. I guess I missed the memo because I didn't really meet anybody in my first year. I think it was about maybe midway through, I would say like hmm, February time. And I wrote a post on my blog and it was just saying that I'm lonely, university world that is, where everybody else is with people. I watch everybody be with people and I'm jealous and I'm angry and I'm cross and I'm hurt and I'm wondering why is everybody else choosing other people but are not choosing me? Why is everybody else allowed to have what I can't? And I don't know how to get there. So I showed my loneliness online by writing it. And actually somebody who was in my class read the blog post and they messaged me saying, hey, listen, I want to be your friend. I want to connect. Her name was Maria. And I'm really thankful for her because I didn't really know how to reach out to people Facebook obviously was a thing, but I don't think people really used it to reach out. Whereas nowadays, we're like so much more better, especially for females. Actually, there's so many girl groups where it's called literally making friends in Manchester or making friends in Bristol or like, I want to be your friend. Even Bumble BFF has literally an app dedicated to making friends, how to unscape the loneliness. I guess even though I have people around, I don't think it really kind of takes away that niggling feeling of being lonely, but it does help. I mean, Maria gave me the confidence to be able to know that I could talk to somebody and somebody wouldn't judge me for being vulnerable. Somebody wouldn't judge me for speaking about things that weren't easy to talk about. That made me feel less lonely. And sadly, Maria actually left university after first year. But she really did give me that like stepping stone of like where to go next, how to reach out, how to be myself, how to meet people and be okay. People will like me if I am who I am. I guess also as well, like with any kind of mental restrictions, loneliness is awful because... I think when you get really weird with the contentment of lonely, it's really hard to break it. You end up kind of like sulking into this dark sphere where only you know it to be and it becomes very comfortable. And I understand that. Darkness is comfortable. I talk about it, I guess, like metaphorically, but our brain likes it. Our brain likes to be in that dark headspace because it understands it the funny thing is we can use that darkness with logic because well we can sort of catastrophize that darkness understand that we deserved it we deserve to be in the dark place that's when your head can like turn into a really ugly place to be so loneliness should never be laughed at because i think in a way Especially how today's society feels like we should never be alone because we're always online, we're always connecting, we're always talking. So it feels like. But I actually rarely talk to my friends online. I rarely have the mental capacity to text people 
actually it kind of causes some anxiety sometimes or I get overwhelmed so really this society is making us feel completely broken because it's, it's feeding us that narrative that we are always online we're always connected we always should be talking to people and yet because we feel so overwhelmed by all that choice all that option it makes us feel uncomfortable and therefore we feel more lonely now than ever this planet has never made us feel more alone because it's given us the freedom to be with anybody we want even if they're not here right now that actually I think we can all say this online sucks chatting to people online is not the same don't get me wrong I might get a fleeting part of sense of connection when I am able to talk to my friend on a phone call or a voice note but I don't really get that same euphoric feeling of being seen and heard by a friend until it's in person But now, with lives busier than ever, people going off and doing their own journey, and also everyone is so wonderful, because everybody's world is their oyster. We can do whatever we want in this world. So trying to find people that are on the same kind of trajectory and level and understanding and ambitions as you at this given time is harder than ever. All of my mates are at different journeys right now. And I'm proud of them all. But does that make me feel lonely on my journey that I'm in? Yeah. Because I'm the only one doing it. I want to be honest. I want to say about how, yes, we could all feel lonely. But we don't ever see anybody be lonely. So in our eyes, it's not real. I feel like it's one of those things where, like, unless you see it to believe it but we won't ever see it so we don't believe it. We can see people in big gatherings of friends of like 20, but actually they meet maybe like once every unknown month and in between they are lonely. And sometimes loneliness is just about faking, being in the moment with people, putting the loneliness behind a fake wall just for a second. Knowing that we keep the loneliness somewhere built there makes us feel like then we actually can refute connection we can refute to really being there in the moment because maybe we feel that the people that we are surrounded by make us feel even lonelier. Internal loneliness is a specific trigger that was assessed in therapy as certain patterns led towards it, all happening when I wasn't content with being by myself. As an introvert, I recharge my social energy when alone, yet, like a lot of humans, I need and want to be with people. It just takes a lot of myself to do so. To be lonely is quite scary. As though your existence isn't seen by anyone. Only yourself to be heard and valued. I can't imagine. Wait, I know that feeling. It's a ghost murderer. Unseen by the victim. Maybe we want to feel alone and not be lonely. Lonely isn't something I would want to dabble in again. External alone time is sacred precious even a treasure alone i treasure alone time i can feel the difference in which when i choose to be alone and therefore to be by myself never feels that internal isolating feeling a lone person might not be lonely lonely is a feeling a perception of the self true or not it doesn't matter To escape internally, loneliness is reminding oneself to have conversations of what it is you fear of your own companionship. 
you have lost internal connection, broken the bond, rekindling inner company that you never feel lonely with. And for anybody that's waiting for that pinnacle moment of, oh, she's going to say how to get over loneliness. She's going to give me the answer that I need to hear. That's not what this is about. Well, for starters, I don't have that answer. I'm still figuring that out. There are ways that I feel a little bit of relief from the loneliness. As we know, reaching out to someone, having a phone chat, me making plans to go and get coffee. And I do all that and it does bring me joy and it helps relieve some of the symptoms of loneliness. And also I don't want to force it by always trying to seek out others to make me feel less alone because it's no one else's job it's that internal work of why you feel lonely in the first place what is it about your own companionship that is bringing you into this uncomfortability that makes us feel like no one else can listen and see us we can do all the little mini steps in between I don't have all the answers all the time but I like this idea that I'm going to talk about something that god it sucks saying and admitting and people don't think it's real but I guess that's just the illusion that we all bring ourselves to have it's just all an illusion thank you for listening because talking about loneliness is a bit scary for me nobody wants to appear that we're lonely these days but we all are I want and will always talk about such sometimes really tricky and embarrassing topics maybe just because you can be loud in groups doesn't mean you are confident just because you're surrounded by people doesn't mean you feel connected with them just because you sit alone doesn't mean you're lonely but just because no one sees it doesn't mean that you aren't alone thank you and i'll be back in your ears again thank you for listening to inside voice with martha's mind